0: Today's guest is David Berger, who is an entrepreneur, CEO of Core One, and a founder with a passion for working with creative people. And we're going to be discussing the next generation of leaders. I'm Tony Wood from CEO Collaborative Forum, and let's hear CEO Reflex. David, an incredibly warm welcome.
1: Tony, thank you. Thrilled to uh, to, to share the moment with you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> no it's great i'm i'm really pleased because you've been um you've been working with a lot of um next gen or younger and i and i and i think maybe that's the, the first thing we should look at is why do you invest your time in the next generation of leaders
1: i think tony with that saying it's a great question potential um opportunity um the ability to drive effectiveness. I, apart from getting a huge buzz out of it personally, I think the opportunity that that next gen faces, the chance that they've got, um, their ability to influence, their ability to grow, to learn, to contribute, um, I find enormously exciting. As naive as that sounds.
0: So. What What is it that, that, that's exciting about it? I mean, what, how do they differ? And and how would you even define the next generation? It's not an, is it an age thing? Is it a skill thing? How would you define it?
1: I think it would be easy to, to drop it into the age bucket. I don't think it's just the age bucket. I, I think I would be more inclined to look at it as a, a very malleable group of people in, in, in terms of the, the, those that belong to it and don't, um, that they're, they're often younger, that simply have untapped potential, that that, that, that are sufficiently naive to, to be open to, to go out and try new things, who want to learn, who want to take risks, um, who haven't done it yet, certainly haven't done all of it yet, um, and, and who have a desire to make something happen. And I think I'd, I'd look at that as a group, as next generation, because I think they will determine where we all end up.
0: It's it's that energy, isn't it? It's That's that energy of doing something for the first time that you've never done before, and suddenly you're going all of these things are totally new. Um, I, I I really like that idea. I love, and also I love the idea that it's not it's not an age thing. It can be, but it also it's more of an experience. And we we judge people by. The, the the minds and the experience, and then the, um, the the way that they're learning, and 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 that must be quite interesting. How do you judge the way that you're contributing to them if it's their their first time or the the, the, the first time they're really going for this this big um, CEO or leadership role?
1: I, I think judging contribution is 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 obviously very very subjective. Um, yeah. I, I, I have a personal obsession with wanting to contribute, wanting to, to offer or to share as long as it's perceived as being valuable or as long as it has a chance of of, of, of being harvested, let's say. Um, so I think measuring contribution would, would be more about how receptive i felt someone to being it it might be the chemistry between between herself and myself this this ability where you have this conversation with someone who's creative or someone who has a skill set or or an openness or a a naivety that that i might not have where where you create a dynamic or where you experience a dynamic between two warmer people where it's just enormously exciting and where Creative ideas are born or, or, or aggressive discussions take place that, that, that may be controversial and, and, and certainly at times uncomfortable But that leave us all walking away Thinking to tell you the truth literally thinking so I think from, from my point of view If it's business as usual and you walk away thinking we could have just easily done without it Then then then, then I got it wrong, let's say so, so I think making a difference
0: I mean do you find that there is that that difference in perspectives um, especially if you know you've been a CEO in many companies for a long period of time, uh, is there? Is it refreshing? Is it challenging? Does it make you think, "Oh my goodness, maybe maybe that isn't something. Sh- should I change as a result of this?"
1: Oh, very much. So, I'm I'm by nature self-critical. Um, I'm, I'm I'm conscious of what I can and can't do. Um, I, I think in, in my dealings, if I consider what I'm currently doing and what I've done in the past, typically it, it, it's dealing with someone that that makes you smile or or, or where you see a degree of naivety or, or youth in perspective um, or the preparedness to have a, a really ugly argument to tell you that you're wrong and, and, and why <laughs> and how um, and, and yeah. to remember that we're, we're, we're trying to create value, if not add value. Um, so I think from my point of view, you know, I, 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 if I don't walk away changed or don't walk away enriched, then I've probably got it wrong anyway. Because they certainly have something that I may or may not have had, that I still very much value. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is, is that is that what you get from it? Is that the sort of things that you 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 know? Because it's a it's a give and take. Is yeah. it that that challenging or being challenged or having your perceptions revised because things you thought people were like. Oh, turns out they're not. What is what? are the things that, that you get from all of this?
1: I I honestly think I learn. Um, I, I I walk away from each each experience. Ideally, if I don't, then I'm probably not going to repeat it. But but um, I, I learn a great deal. Um, I, I get a huge buzz out of working with creative people. I, I get a huge buzz out of people that that that, that demand that I that I stretch myself or well, that don't want to listen to the old guy talking, but but but, but want to challenge or be challenged. Um, so, so I think the interaction itself I find enormously rewarding. Um, I was spoiled in, in my youth and, 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 frankly, all through my, my life or what some people might call a career by people who were prepared to contribute, by people who were prepared to right. be open with me, okay. to take me along for the ride, to, to take me on board even if I really didn't know what I was doing, and, and who... Were generous in their preparedness to share, or to lead, or, 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 or to tease me, as it were, um, and I have developed a huge respect for that. It's not just a matter of giving back, but but there's also certainly a degree of, of a belief that it is what one does. We, we we actually we we have a responsibility to share what we are and 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 to be challenged by it, and, and to offer
0: that to those who who have an interest in it. Where do you think that that sense of, of, of service, as it were, where do you think that comes from?
1: Um, it, it, as much as this sounds a little bit tried or a little bit old-fashioned, I have to admit, I, I grew up in a family, um, particularly with my parents who, who, who were quite brilliant, but I, I grew up in an environment with my parents, with my family, and with mentors that I was allowed access to that that Did that? That that it was. It, it's what you do. There, there, there was a sense of sharing. There was a sense of responsibility. There was a sense of um, I'll share with you. Um, and I, I certainly grew up with it. And, and career wise, I've, I've been I, fortunate to to have lived it in an ongoing fashion. I
0: mean, I mean, I, I I like that. I like that. And and one of the things that I've I've noticed, that, and, and the hard one, of the hardest things for me is when you're sharing. It's great why people are listening. But when you share and there's either conflicts or maybe they challenge you back, um, that's when it gets interesting. You go, no, I'm sharing with you. This is what I'm telling you. I know best. And then so how do you deal with that?
1: Oh, I don't any, I, I, any
0: I of wisdom. But obviously for a friend. I, for a friend. I, know
1: a fri- I don't know best. <laughs> I, I, I um I I don't know best. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. i I ought to know what I'm not good at. Um uh, what i you know if, if there are things i 'm good at it was probably because I was born with them or because you know I got it wrong often enough that 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 ended up working out how to do it um truly um it's it is a learning process it's a pro- it, it, it's a process of being happy to be pushed outside your boundaries it, it it's something that i i actually get a great kick out of and it 's not always pleasant um and it's not always fun um okay but but it is enormously enriching
0: okay and so i mean it it comes down to if someone is too challenging or do you have a way of figuring out you know this isn't we're maybe not gelling and you know a a degree of challenge or degree of disagreement is great but when a certain point comes you're going this isn't going to work so do you have a a kind of checklist that you go through before you're working um or mentoring or working with a next generation of leader and then go okay this is going to work maybe this is not for me and i hand off to someone else or or you know i absolutely i really want to work with that person they're freaking they're amazing how do i do that
1: um i i think if if, if i if, if i look back for example to what i've done with cocf I've, I've i've worked closely with some people who are not just next generation leaders they're, they're simply awesome leaders now um yeah. who had either needs or competencies well beyond mine and, and 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 it's not a question of being better or not or, or having more grey hair or not but i, I remember one in, in case with a um a woman who was she lit a rocket and and she was hanging on to it and i looked at it thinking Phew, i've done things but but, but rockets no I've, you know I've, I've done really steep things but not a rocket um and, and it was fairly simple for she and I just to say, Hey, look, I'll step back and there are other people that, 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 that have what you need because I don't. Um, and, and so I think a, a very healthy degree of humility, certainly on my part, is, is vital to it. I think coming back to what you might describe as criteria, I think if, if the chemistry is not there, then, then I'm going to have a problem because, because I, because the empathy thing is important and, and the preparedness to exchange and mm-hmm. to be honest is important. Um, I think if there's, not sufficient mutual respect, it's definitely not going to work. So, so it, it's almost better to say there are certain things that are a given and if, if they don't exist, then, then we're not likely, there'll, there's likely to be too much friction to make it work. Um, so I think for me, you know, honesty, humility, um, and, and, and a preparedness to be vulnerable, as much as they sound a little bit mm-hmm. too emotional, play a very critical role in both parties, assuming there are two of us being prepared to be pushed or challenged or or to respond to the challenge. Um, Yeah, I think that's probably how I would put it together.
0: Yeah. Well, because we're human creatures, and I think emotions are part of that. Do you find that you you need to see someone physically or can you do this remotely? Uh, Is there, are there any kind of like, um, any guidelines that you give yourself? like, okay. so, oh, this person's in another country. I'm never going to see them. That that won't work or whatever. I, I
1: think historically, you know, pre-COVID, let's say, d- despite the fact that I've lived yeah. and worked in, you know, in, in Asia Pacific and in <clears throat> Europe, and probably almost equally for the halves of my life, um, I think historically I would have always said, you, you you've got to end up in person or, or, or the value of an in-person meeting would be critical. Um, in the meantime, I have to admit that I can now count that I've been working closely with 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 someone who I uh, I simply find awesomely inspiring um and we've still never met it's possible we'll meet in a couple of weeks time wow um and oh there's goodness. no way that I would know it and I wouldn't be conscious that I even have to think hard about whether it's possible we might have met um so there are now a number of people that I've worked very very you, you could almost say intimately with because you there's a degree of interaction certainly that's regular mm-hmm. in, in this case it is. Um, where it's hard to believe that we haven't actually met. Uh,
0: but we haven't. So, could, so can no dig into yep. could we dig into that a little bit? I think because is it something the fact that um people who are, are more um like digitally native as it were are happy to get that connection via a call or via a video call. And you obviously are a digital native as well, so you, you're very comfortable. If you weren't comfortable, would you would Maybe you can't answer for someone else. But in your experience of talking to other people, if you're not comfortable with video calls, would it work or could you force yourself into it?
1: Um, I, I think it would be pretty hard to fall on your sword these days. Again, post-COVID or post what we've, we've <laughs> all lived with in the yes. last three or four years. If you couldn't deal with it, then yeah. you probably had big issues or, or you were so detoxed that you, you probably weren't doing it anyway. Um, I, I, okay. I'm surprised by how effective you can make it happen. Um, there's no question that video, at least at times, is vital. It, it, it does. I, I don't think it replaces in person, but um, I, I think a lot of us have got good enough at, at, at doing video. So the idea of mixing up voice versus voice and, and image is very important. And I think particularly when it comes to subjects that, that either demand a lot of empathy or, or where there's a mutual need to understand quite where the other person's head is at that, 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 the ability to see the interchange and and, 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 and better understand emotion and the exchange is enormously helpful. But frankly, um, it, as, as long as you had the ability to have sound quality, because otherwise it did yes. probably for me, the biggest issue would be yeah. sufficient quality of sound transmission, such that you could actually have an interchange um, is it, probably more vital than I ever understood. I think all of us have had enough calls where you sit there trying to guess what the other person's saying. But if you were talking about things that are of vital importance, then that would make it very difficult.
0: Yeah, you're, you're turning uh, uh, captions uh, on to going, yeah. I, I need some clues to figure out what's happening. Yeah. But but that, is, that isn't that interesting, is that it works when we're remote, when there's no sound, when, you've, when you can let go of the video, you can let go of the sounds, you can let go of the screen, and then you focus in on the person, sure. you're there, yeah. you're, you've got that presence. Whereas, if there's a if it's cut out or it's stuttery, suddenly for me, anyway, I, I've lost it.
1: Oh, I don't, I, I, I mean, it, it's even in interpersonal relationships where, where you have regular calls with people and, and you know they're shopping or at the supermarket or, or, or the light quality is and you get every second word, and, and um, I have to admit, it drives <laughs> me spare. It, it, it's not something I'm good at, as, as much as I am guilty of it. It drives me spare yeah
0: yeah I, no I'm, I'm i'm of the same it's having that good quality and then that enables me to kind of like forget the distance um so what what one piece of advice would you give to someone who's working with the next generation on leaders or indeed what would you give when someone if you're a next gen leader and you are then um, somebody wants to mentor or wants to help you, what would you look for? How would, how would you handle that kind of relationship? What would you, what advice would you give?
1: Um, with that with, trying too much gray hair and, and, and all the rest of it, um, I, I think my, my first piece of advice would be, be prepared to listen, mm-hmm. okay. almost, almost almost more important than anything else, uh, whether or not you're, you're, you're the gray haired guy, as it were, or, or, or woman, or, or whether you're the person who's, who's on the other side of exchange, I think the preparedness for both to truly be open to listen and to digest, okay. um, I would start there. Um, I, I would certainly, in an unbridled fashion, encourage to do it. I think all all of us have got something to contribute as long as it's done with humility, having done it before, doesn't mean you're good at it. Having done it before doesn't mean you got it right. You could be full of failures, um, and, and or have done one thing right. Once it doesn't make you a hero other than in your own lunchtime. So, so I think bringing (laughs) a healthy degree of humility to understand that what you've done may or may not be relevant to the other person and and keeping that in mind, Mm -hmm. um, and be generous, honestly, uh, as in be, be prepared to go a little bit further than you even intended to, um, because there's, there's so much benefit in that exchange. And, and if it's not welcomed on either side, then it's not going to happen for very long anyway.
0: So, so um, I... I, I totally get the idea of listening and, and I once had a conversation with someone said, Tony, I think you need to do an active listening course. Um, so how do we, I I went, because we don't know, right? So how do you know if you are listening or not? I mean, from, from your perspective, how do you, how do you know if you're listening?
1: If there's not too much background processing going on. If I'm thinking too hard, then I'm not listening. The the idea that I can have thoughts while you're saying something, that that it can spark thoughts, yes. If all I'm thinking about is what I want to say, then I can't be listening. Regardless of whether some of us believe that we can multitask or not, if if I'm literally open to receive and it can trigger thoughts, but I'm not obsessed with what I want to say, then I've probably got a fair chance that I'm listening
0: okay i i really like that i like i like that and sometimes it can take time to get into that listening zone yeah. can't it yeah.
1: and, and and sometimes you know I, I know speaking for myself i know that um i can catch myself hearing but not listening and and hearing's not good enough
0: goodness i i i think that's an entire podcast on its own <laughs> um I think that would be run to really good to dig into David, you've given me so much to think about. Um, I'm sure everybody's listening um, has has gained um, something from just hearing about um, working with the next generation leaders and different bits of advice. Um, we'd love to know your comments, what do you think are there any particular areas that maybe if, if we'd love to have you back David maybe there's things that we could dig into about that so if people have questions would you come back to help us answer them and maybe interactively
1: live interactive or 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 asynchronously yes very happily thank you
0: a live event that would be cool okay let's do that david thank you so much for your time i know you're crazy busy um so i appreciate that thank you my friend thank you tony